0: We're back.
1: We are back. You are listening to the young Prince Adam Schoenfeld from the great Northwest. If you don't know Adam, Adam and I worked together at Drift. Adam was the CEO of Sifrock, a company that we merged with uh, probably two years ago now, probably maybe longer, please correct me. And he is someone that, that I love talking to because he pushes my thinking and always tries to, he, he is a great clarifier. I'm a great muddler, and he's a great clarifier. So together we can, can create some good, cool stuff.
0: I'm here to ask the questions. I try to get DC to put everything into a two-by-two, two, but he just <laughs> won't do it.
1: I won't do it. I won't do it. I love I can appreciate two-by-twos. So we're back. What are we talking about this week, Adam?
0: In Today, we're going to talk about one of your greatest strengths, DC, avoiding shiny new distractions.
1: <laughs> it's actually, it's my super weakness. So I, I focus on it and try to make it a strength. But so we're talking about the importance of avoiding shiny new objects, right? For me, I know that my, my life has been plagued with the constant desire to move, to always continue to move and towards the shiny new object, right? the next new thing, to always, you know, want to, to work on the newest, the coolest, the whatever kind of thing. And over time, what I've learned is I've done that. And so I did that for a long time and I saw the negative ramifications of it. And now I've, I've learned to try to avoid it and to try to create habits less habits actually more guardrails to try to prevent myself from falling in that trap
0: what is the trap can we talk more about that trap and how it shows up
1: sure so for for a lot of us who like to think a lot probably most of the uh probably every single listener to this podcast we like to think about a lot we like to dream you know i'm a dreamer i'm an optimist i like to create things and so constantly thinking of how do we make things better? How do we improve a process? How do we, you know, for, for some of us who may be even thinking, how do you create a company? How do you create a product? How do we create a thing? You know, like how do we optimize and, and make something better? And by focusing always on that horizon of like, how do I take this thing and make it better? We're always kind of projecting ourselves into the very near future. Right, a very close future to where we are right now. And how do we make it better? Like, it's like, you know, the thing I'm doing today is not the best thing. It's always like, but by next week, it's going to be great. And by next month, or by tomorrow, it'll be great. And so we're always trying to optimize. And so we fall in these traps, and it appears because you're constantly being distracted by your thoughts and your desire to not live in the present and focus on what you're doing now, but always towards the next step in terms of the optimization and progress of what you're doing
0: right and is the opposite of this putting one foot in front of the other getting a little bit better each day i mean i know Mm -hmm. you've talked about there's no silver bullets there's Mm -hmm. no shortcuts i've heard you say that a lot is that the opposite mindset or what what is the opposite mindset of a distracted person who's always looking at the shiny new thing
1: yeah i think you know i i I say no short, there are no shortcuts because I've spent, you know, a long uh, life trying to look for shortcuts. So that's where that comes from. And I think, you know, the, the opposite of this is a great Mungerism, Charlie Munger kind of teaching. He talks about this idea of like, look, if you just focus every day on trying to get a little bit better than you were today, a little bit, just incremental tiny progress, right? This is very different than being distracted and, and finding yourself in the future, but just focus today on how like you got a little bit better from the day before and whatever you're doing, that if you live a long enough life over a long horizon, you will make incredible progress, right? Like you make progress that you couldn't think was possible at the time. And this kind of teaching from from Munger is kind of what I've learned the hard way by being constantly distracted, shining new objects. And I still have this syndrome. and what i've learned is by looking at others and looking at you know things that i've been able to sustain for a long time that if i just focus on that tiny little progress today not tomorrow like today that i have seen the benefits of having huge rewards in in the future and you know we happen to adam and i work in an industry where uh, this is built into the very model of the industry, which is the software as a subscription model, right? And, I, and that's one area that I saw this happen where I would see companies, you know, a decade ago that were so small and and what they were selling and building looked like such a tiny feature. But then, you know, as things compound over time and they just got a little tiny bit better, not dramatically better, tiny little bit better each day that 10 years later, they're a monster-sized companies now. And I could have never predicted that. And it it wasn't because of the distraction of a whole new dimension to what they were doing, a whole new level of complexity. It was just this incremental progress.
0: How do we balance this one against the need to also tap into (laughs) big external shifts and trends? Because we talk a lot about finding those undeniable shifts and Mm -hmm. making decisions based on what's happening in the external world. So how do you balance the tunnel vision of like, I just need to put one foot in front of the other today with, I need to see what's happening in the, in the world and respond to that.
1: The two seem in some ways in conflict, right? They seem like they're opposing. The way I've approached it and the way I've tried to put it in practice is that the two can be in perfect harmony. And the two can be in perfect harmony because those external trends that you mentioned, those kind of like shifts in the world that are happening happen over uh, usually except for the one that we're living right now with with uh, the covid pandemic that's overnight but in most cases they happen over a very 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 long horizon and some would even argue that this very pandemic has happened over a very very long horizon although many of us did not choose to listen but like or to to acknowledge it but they usually happen over a very long horizon so these are not abrupt changes right like we are still in the beginnings of you know the massive shift that's been Powered because of the internet right? we're just at the beginning right and that that has been going on now you know i've been working commercially on the internet for over 20 years so like it's a very long horizon but it's important to be on the right side of history of those massive shifts and then once you know that you are that you feel or you have a good sense that you're on that path to then Pull back and now start focusing on that incremental progress, right, in that area. As long as you have discovered something that people care about, that people value, and then now you can continue to hone that thing over time. Totally different answer if you've spotted the shift and you haven't created something yet that people love.
0: You got to solve that
1: problem first before you can shift into this next phase.
0: Of course, I would say something's a paradox, and you'd say they're in perfect <laughs> harmony, right? <This> <laughs> This is what you do. This is the next level. Like, I say confidence <laughs> and humility are paradox, and you tell me exactly how in harmony, <laughs> which I
1: love. Exactly. I think this is like, a, you know, ancient, like, Eastern teaching, or, or, or actually all, all ancient teachings. If you look, all things at the end of the day are in harmony, right? They're opposing and battling ones, right? We know about yin and yang and these opposing forces. But if you, you know, if you zero in, if you focus really deeply on any one part, yin or yang, you see how much conflict there is between the two. And if you pull out a horizon and you look at a yin and yang symbol, you see how they are in perfect harmony. Right? Like, and I think that is, that is nature, that is where we're living. Even though at the time, depending on our horizon, we might not realize that things are really in perfect harmony. And you know, nature will always put it back
0: in harmony. So what are some of the methods and habits that, that you bring to daily life to keep this top of mind so that these shiny new distractions don't become, well, mm-hmm. a distraction?
1: Yeah. What I've had to do is there are different types of things that I've tried to do from a habit standpoint, but habits is a whole other discussion and are super hard to to adopt. Uh, so what I've done is surround myself with people, and Adam is one of them, who will be guardrails in my life in this case professionally from chasing all the shiny new objects that i have you know adam will always question and ask me questions that maybe i don't want to hear at the time and i want to just wave away but it cause me to think about those things i have other people Elias is one who i work with and there's other people in my life that will add this balance to me that is not inherent in me so i use them externally versus developing an internal habit to help
0: Totally, and this is a a thing that kind of applies in in personal life, in business, uh, across everywhere, right? This mm-hmm. isn't just a company building problem.
1: That's true. It's not just company building. It's every. It's in all dimensions. We are, you know, my the thing that I know, that I feel, and I've learned over time is that all these things that we talk about are not in any one domain. They apply to every domain because they're human problems. They're not business problems.
0: Right. Right. How do you actually map these things across domains? This might be a bigger question, <laughs> but uh, of that
1: course, is course. Like, that's an item question.
0: You know, I, I fall into that trap of like, it might take me five years to realize some insight that I applied to business actually works in my family or vice versa. Have you found any ways to see that more quickly and clearly?
1: For me, it's been the external, you know, having the external guardrails. They're the ones who help me see it. I can't see it so. You know, although I look for it and maybe sometimes um, I'm a lot better today, I'll say, than I was uh, years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, but I'm not perfect and I need those external guardrails. I love the concept of guardrails so much because Mm. none of us are perfect. None of us can adhere to habits perfectly. We're all flawed. Uh, We can't, you know, we're all going to stray in one way or another. And so you have to construct these artificial, guardrails in your life and they can be people or systems or or you know customs or what have you or even habits that are going to help you stay in the lane
0: yeah it actually makes me think of a couple of our past episodes right on reading mentors all of those things could be an input a guardrail another check
1: yes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: so hopefully people are starting to see the patterns cross domains in what you wish you knew when you were younger (laughs) What else do you want to share about avoiding shiny new distractions?
1: I think that's it. I mean, I think the, you know, really focus on creating some guardrails in your life, some, even if some habits, if you're better than me, to help you avoid this. We're all going to fall into this trap. I think look at history and look at the examples in whatever domain you're trying to get better at or you're trying to improve and see the power of compounding, the power of how people are able to get better over a long, very long horizon, and really focus on that, you know, daily progress, as Munger says, that progress today, just a little tiny bit, and just just have faith that the, over time, that will compound, and you'll have something super valuable in your hands.
0: Love it. Thank you for sharing that. And we're wrapping up this episode. So DC, I know there's something you want to tell everybody or ask them.
1: Yes. The young Adam would like you to leave a six-star only review. This is the galaxy's only six-star podcast, the inventor of the six-star methodology. Leave a five-star review in any podcast app that you use. Leave the six-star there for Adam in the comments. Shout him out. Tell him how great his hair looks. It's something you have to behold.
0: You just went to the six-star methodology. I love that. We're taking this whole (laughs) six-star thing to the next level, calling it a methodology.
1: You have to have one. You cannot have a podcast with Adam and not have a methodology. We (laughs) haven't.